Today, which is the seventh Sunday of Easter, we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension, deferred from Thursday to today in North America. Our readings today are taken from first reading, Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 11. The second reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 1 to 13. And the gospel reading is from Mark, chapter 16, verses 15 to 20. The word of God is one. Hence, even if we are to celebrate the seventh Sunday of Easter, or we are celebrating the ascension, the message of Christ is one as Christ is one. Starting with the gospel reading of today, the mission of Christ for his disciples was, if you believe in me, what I've done for you, my going away should not be seen by you as abandonment, but as an opportunity for you to represent me in the world. Jesus said to his disciples, go into the whole world, proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. At the end of the ministry of Christ, having accomplished the mission of his father, having given himself totally for those and to those who believe in him, he wanted his disciples to know and understand his message. You cannot understand the message of God the message of Jesus, unless you believe in Jesus. Hence, Christ will say, I have many things to say to you, but it will be too much for you now. But I will send the Holy Spirit who will make you understand all that I have taught you. And as you teach, as you live in my name, you will also have my power which was the power to save, the strength to save lies in unity. Hence also, Jesus prayed for unity of his believers. He said, signs will accompany those who believe and witness in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. New languages mean a language of understanding, language of unity, language of love. That even though we are different, we will manifest one and the same spirit of God in us. That Christ came to save, save us and give to us change our hearts and give to us his spirit. If that could not end the life of Christ, those who believe in him 
may face all dangers, but they will suffer no harm. Once Jesus has ended his preparation of his followers, of his believers, he ascended to heaven to give way for his believers to be his true representative, his presence in the world. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. Christianity is lived by faith and proves that faith is the root of all reasoning. We human beings are rational animals. If we say animals don't think, we will not be fulfilled by our thinking as human beings unless we have faith. Every creature certainly has intelligence because that is how they overcome dangers. Human beings are the only one who, using their natural reasoning, kill one another. Hence, Christ has come to establish a new life free of, of sin, which can only be achieved through faith, to love one another. So that those who encounter Christians will have no doubt that these are the people of God. The first reading of today also reveals what happened on this D-Day, on this important day. Jesus prepared to ascend to, to the Father, to heaven, knowing that his disciples will no longer see him in the flesh, gather them together to give them freedom. Even though Jesus has touched, taught his disciples after the resurrection from the dead, they witnessed his, dead, his death. They did not quite believe in the resurrection. Hence, Jesus had to appear to them again to convince them that he, Jesus, who suffered and died for their sake, as he told them, is the one who is risen now from the dead, as they can see, he is still complete. With all the marks of his suffering and death, and that his mission was accomplished, the Father loves them. Everything will be through him. Since they have experienced him, as a human being, as he went through death, so he assured the assurance that those who believe will not die, will live, will not be condemned, will be delivered from all adversities. That conviction stands. They can understand it. But still, as far as their understanding as the chosen people was concerned, Israel. They still didn't quite understand the new humanity that is for everybody. Go out to the whole world and teach all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. 
you will be my witnesses. I did not come to save a few, but many. All who believe will be saved. The disciples still asked, Are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel before you disappear forever? And Jesus said to them, It is none of your business to do that. When you have faith, let God be God, and you will see what he has made of you and what he has done for you. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he has said this, he acted, he ascended into heaven. While they were looking intently at the sky, as he was going, even the angels brought them back to reality. Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. Get busy, apply the faith. When the Holy Spirit comes, you will receive power. The promise of the Father. John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That is why between Ascension and Pentecost, we see it also corresponds to a period of the conception of the body of Christ, the church as we know it. Jesus was born of Mary, but the church was born of Jesus. After the ascension, the ministry of the church falls on the body of Christ. So we should have that vision of unity and not division as a church. St. Paul became the confirmation of the word of Christ in faith and action. That is why in his, in the second reading of today, St. Paul, who was a persecutor of the church, converted to the power of Christ, changed from a, a, a destroyer to be a prisoner for the Lord, a slave of Christ, proclaiming the life that he once persecuted. This is what you truly call a radical change. I urge you to live in a manner worthy of the calling you have received with all humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another true love, striving to preserve the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. One body, one spirit, as you were also called to be one hope, to be the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, through all and in all. All these mean that we should always live 
as Christians in the awareness that we are the body of Christ. And Christ has, in being human, has come to teach us how we are connected with God and how we should live. Our lives should prove it. Our differences in our gifts and our way of life only represents the different parts of one body. And he gave some as apostles, others as prophets, others as evangelists, others as pastors and teachers to equip the holy ones for the work of ministry, for the building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and acknowledge and knowledge of the Son of God to mature to manhood to the extent of the full stature of Christ. Anytime we have confusion in the world, we should make Christ known. Because Christ known know fully well how sin has come to destroy the world. And the only remedy for sin is sacrifice. And he is the sacrifice that has taken away the sins of the world. No other one. We, the body of Christ, to show the, the unity that the world should be, should become. If there is dissension and war in the world, it can only be brought about, not by arms race, but by faith in Christ. To experience the circumcision of our hearts, to be one, requires our faith. And the practice of our faith requires humility, gentleness, and patience. Let us pray for the church in our world today to again bring the hope of salvation to the world through Christ our Lord. Amen.